Welcome back to Bitch Call Your Sponsor. I'm Misty. Hi, Bitch Call Your Sponsor. I'm Sam. <laughs> Hello, Sam. <laughs> Let's start off with our primary purpose. Uh, our primary purpose, purpose is for Misty, is for Misty and, and Sam, Sam to grow, to their, grow friendship their friendship and maybe, and maybe help, help others. Yay. Okay. Well, my topic for today is a vision for us. Ooh. Yes. I mean, there's a vision for you, but also, I don't know. I just wanted to share this open. Um, A vision for us. So on page 151, 164, I guess, chapter 11. I'm not sure if that's the new version or old version, but it talks about... um, that you will see a whole world spring up around you Mm -hmm. and that it also has this one part okay let me find it i got it um sure Mm -hmm. yeah okay um nope i don't have it i got nothing That's okay. Um, So a vision for us. Uh So, you know, it's what I, when I, when I heard a vision for us, I also was thinking about um, beyond our wildest dreams. Uh Um, And someone actually had a question for me this was it this week yeah this week about how it says in the 12 and 12 in step 12 it talks about you know the characteristics were childish emotionally sensitive and grandiose mm-hmm. um, and then beyond our wildest dreams i think it says that in both in it says both of it and so they were conflicted with this grandiosity versus this you know beyond our wildest dreams um, which I think all ties into this, you know, vision for me, my vision for us, my vision, you know, I couldn't envision my life without a drink or drug. Uh-huh. You know, that uh-huh. became the priority ultimately, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a part in here that just talks about like, um that you will get to you will get to see this world spring up around you of a community and yes. it reminded me of how when i first started going to aa there were these basements and churches and it felt like this secret underground of people telling the truth Mm-hmm. And I did become addicted to it <laughs> because mm. it was like I'd run up. It felt like mole people, right? Like I'd run back up to my life and be going through the motions. And then I'd run back down to these people and we'd all tell the truth. And I was like, oh, my God, we're just there's people who just tell the truth about what it really feels like to be a human. Mm. And I've been having that same experience with the ACA. 
And mm. I went to a meeting the other night. You know, I was supposed to write and clean up. So I started looking through my text and was like, oh, wait, I see this group chat. And somebody mentioned going to a meeting on Friday night. Yes, I will go because I had obligations to myself. So why not procrastinate and go to an ACA meeting in Pasadena across town? (laughs) (laughs) So I went with this, you know, kind of like periphery friend who we never hardly ever get together and do things. And it was this great drive across town and singing songs and it was so wonderful. And we get to the meeting and there were only like three people, but then more showed up. And then the speaker, I thought I didn't know her, but I've known her for a long time. And, and then the people that shared, like, I'm like, well, judge a book by their cover. That does not work ACA because I was like, yeah, that person, that person, that person. And then they would share. And I was just like, "Mm." Flabbergasted, you no, know, no, no, that no, no. what different people are dealing with, and but all of them were just saying the truth and talking about their inner child and how their teenager wanted to be rebellious and wanted to be recognized. And oh, it was so wonderful. Mm. It's so, um, wow, it's really fascinating that this is the topic. I too, you know, I was in dark, dingy basements was, you know, when I first was introduced to Alcoholics Anonymous and in church basements, I think there was probably mold in 99% of them. Um, And I too was taken aback by just the honesty and frankness that people shared. Um, And I, I actually am, you know, evolving um in in 12 step and i'm exploring other campuses as it were and i am again um aware of just like the the opening of the flower the peeling of the onion as it were you know to just you know in other facets you know in hearing this this level of honesty and frankness which is is not um for me the usual you know um I'm exploring the the money program and um, you know, what I'm, what I'm realizing is there's been a lot of shame around sharing of finance finances, um, which is it's, it's, but it's about being honest, you know, and if I can't even be honest with myself, how am I going to be honest with someone else, you know? And, and there's, um, you know, part of that, that whole journey is about getting clarity on what actually is versus, you know, vagueness, you know, is a word that I often heard actually in that room, you know, like it was, I was so vague, you know? Um, But this thing of vision is that they have a a tool, um, which I'm actually going to do this afternoon, (laughs) which is to come up with a vision, you know? Um, It's like life. It's like in our 11 step, it's like, you can't build a house unless you first envision it, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's like, what is the life that I actually want? Like, you know, someone had asked me, like, do you want kids? Do you want like a husband? Like, I'm like, I, I'm not really 100. And I don't really <laughs> think I need to know 100. But I need to, I think, just have a sense. Like, do I want to be in partnership with somebody? Like, is that the direction? Because if it is, I probably wouldn't be taking some of the actions that I am taking. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do I legit want to travel? Um, or is that just something that's like, oh yeah, one day, you know? Or am I really going to then start, you know, a savings account that's committed to saving some shekels for that area in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, I don't know. This whole day is just like aligning for me. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yes. And I found it too. And I've like, got to hear more about the money program. Um, okay. It is on page 152. And it says, um, we've shown you how we got from under. You say, yes, I'm willing. But am I to be consigned to a life where I shall be stupid, boring, and glum like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without liquor, but how can I? Have you a sufficient substitute? And they say, yes, there is a substitute. And it is vastly more than that as a fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. There you will find release from care, boredom, and worry. Your imagination will be fired. Life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. Thus we find the fellowship and so will you. Oh my goodness. Like what a perfect like anthem for going into the new year into 2024 is like, have you a sufficient substitute? Yes. You know, like just that they confidently were like, yeah, we've got a substitute for your, for your dependency. And that was also my big fear when I walked in the door. I was so scared that I was going to have to be a good girl and I was going to have to wear like Laura Ashley dresses down to the ankles. I was going to have to like drive a station wagon with wood paneling. Like I, I don't know why I associated, you know, being in a cult. Well, of course, and you now driving a bad ugly car with sobriety but I did and that was the only vision I could see and at a certain point I got to that jumping off place where I was like okay fine (laughs) like if that's what it means sign me up for the long dresses and the wood paneling because I cannot live like this any longer and then I get in and you you find out like oh these are my same people these are my people Uh, you've just taken away the dark bar and the dingy and you know all that the wood paneling misty oh my god (laughs) 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 i want just to release that is hysterical (laughs) that is hysterical yes oh my god that's incredible that's incredible yeah it's yeah it's like i think it's it goes later on it also talks about like we create the fellowship we crave right you know where it's it's like we it's like yes this i always remember like i i you used to say and i sometimes hear you say it's too too is like if i if i didn't when i put down the drink and the drug if i didn't pick up the program or something else like i was going to go back to that you know right and it's like thank goodness i just um god just got really grateful um i'm having a gratitude attack that all those people (laughs) were there before us you know you were there before me you know like in all those people where it's like whoa you know like 
thank God for this 12 step of people, you know, continuing to practice and then pass it on, you know, like, yeah, I just, um, oh, and that we still show up, you know, we still show up and we still give it away. And, you know, for me, the beauty of sponsorship is that when I first started sponsoring, I didn't even want to let the sponsees know when I was going through a difficult time in my own life. I thought that wasn't correct. And then I let them in and then I let them know how I walked through it was sometimes falling on my ass, you know, and and then now I've gotten to the point where I'm like being able to give away, not shaming themselves mm. and, you know, giving them freedom from beating up on themselves and and I'm so, so grateful that I get to keep showing up and giving this away. I'm crying. Um, I um I am so grateful, um, yeah, that you have shared that this thing of being human, you know, um, because I you know, I come from this perfectionist background where it's like a, I'm almost like sometimes not relatable. I'm like Lilith, you know, on Frasier, <laughs> that show, if you've ever yes. dating myself, you know. But it's like she's like little Robotron. She's just like a robot, you know what I mean? It's like nothing phases. Like there's no emotion, you know, where it's like program and the people in program have really helped melt that place around my heart that was yeah. so guarded and yeah. so afraid to let people in. Mm. Uh, and it's it's really it's like the let 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 us love you till you can love yourself, you know. And um, as you're sharing, like I'm, I'm really aware of this. Like it's love is the solve. It's not yeah. more. It's mm-hmm. not more. You know. Yes, Bill says love and service, and it's not more beating up. You know, mm. of myself. You know, and I sometimes repel at the thought of like, oh my god, they're. You know, like they're, you know what I mean? It's like, no, I want it to be perfect and glossy and shiny and, you know, like sprinkles and sparkles all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that that's, that's my growth, you know, and I still, you know, is that I, I like see a guy, I think he's so hot. And then like I hear more about him and I actually am like not. (laughs) <laughs> the growth for me is I'm not a, I'm not as repelled as I once was. I'm actually more it's more endearing and more like, oh wow, they're really human, you know, versus like, oh no, I still like the fantasy. You know, I, I want the right. fantasy. Don't don't open your mouth anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I reached I've reached a midpoint with that, which is taking a long, long time. It's taking a long time for me to be okay with like reality, you know, just a glimpse of it. Not like I don't want the whole thing, you know. Um so yeah, okay. it, this is go ahead. <laughs> oh, two things on that. One is you reminded me of this a great new show I've been watching called Such Brave Girls. Mm. And it's really like it's very raunchy and it's in the flea bag kind of realm. And the one of the sisters in there, she's so rebellious and she's so impulsive and she runs off with the guy and she's obsessed with the guy and every decision she makes is the wrong decision, but she does it mm. with a smile and like she's endearing. <laughs> and I was like, that is me. That is my mm. inner teenager. I was so rebellious. I was making terrible decisions. I was, you know, incredibly confident with those 
terrible decisions and could get everybody on board around me. And now that's what's helping me because I never, I never wanted perfection. I wanted to run through if somebody put all the pictures in a row and lined up, I wanted to go through and, and turn them on their side. Like I always wanted it to be a mess and I always felt guilt and shame from that. And now I'm realizing it's equanimity. It's that place in between the perfect and in between the rebelliousness that is actually like, it's, I just used to always think that rebelliousness had to be kicked out of me and taken away and, and, and gone for me to be an okay human. And it's like, just now am I getting, I need to incorporate the rebelliousness with the mm-hmm. perfectionism and get that equanimity of like the sweetest spot ever. Mm. Oh, you know what I just, as you were sharing, I was thinking of um, that time you talked about, um, you know, like having all the feelings come to the table. Oh yeah. Right. And just acknowledging all of them. And it's like similar. It's like, yeah, like the rebelliousness, the perfectionism, like just literally seeing them and accepting all of it, you know, and not having to be one or the other. And it's like with it's within the acknowledgement that for me, there's the balance. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns bcysponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.